It's Kirsten Dunst Month on the Movie Crew Podcast, where we're celebrating everything Dunst. And tonight we're going to be talking about the 1999 beauty pageant mockumentary, Drop Dead Gorgeous. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Cowan. How you doing, Brian? I am dandy, sir. Ready <laughs> to talk about this movie. We also have DP Mike Griggs. My special talent is appearing on talk shows where no one actually sees my face. I mean, hi, Brian. How you doing? What's going on? Sorry, well, was... Gr- Griggs is in character. <laughs> <laughs> was that a cricket? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I was making my cricket noise. Thank you for that, Jared. Thank you. I'll be here all night. We don't need a soundboard. We have Jared. <laughs> and we also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are talking Drop Dead Gorgeous. Who has seen this before? Not I. Not this I. Is, this was my first time. Obviously, I've seen this multiple times. As yeah, because you as chose it. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the movies that you haven't seen? That's really? A thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, trying like, to. Wow. No, I'm trying, I, I've been trying to pick the movie for our October series, and I haven't seen any of them, and Brian is still telling me no, so I'm just going to throw that out there right now. If it's not classic horror, it's not making the list. I think it's classic. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's classic. I think it qualifies. What? No. Classic has got to be at least 25 years old. That's the definition of classic, and none of those films are 25. I have no idea. I have no idea. We're getting real close. We're getting close, right? We are not getting close. When the first Conjuring film Richie Rich is not a horror film. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Have you seen it lately? (laughs) Macaulay Culkin Month. Absolutely terrifying. (laughs) It's It's happening. We're going to follow it up Starting with the, page with the good son. It's all the good son, yeah. All the, <laughs> all good, the good son and the page master. And what's, what's that? 24 uh, hour party, people? Isn't he in that? Yeah. that? That's not a real movie. Nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> sorry, drop dead gorgeous. Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Sorry. Kristen. Sorry, Kristen. Apologize Kirsten. to Kristen. Thank you. I appreciate that. But honestly, you should just apologize to anyone who has any kind of variation of my name at all times. <laughs> Well, no, I get called Jerry constantly. And Jerry. Jack Black. It's either Jack Black or Jerry. It's just put so. all your chips into charisma and just lean into Mr. Black. Do oh, it. Do it. I believe I've in made you my entire career off that man. Absolutely. <laughs> Jack Black is known for his camera skills. I'm confused. <laughs> I know so well Jack Black can lie. Fucking just shot, no, just people just want me around on set because I can bring the Jack Black. <laughs> mm, I felt it. We can do. All right. Um, yeah, Kirsten Dunst month. <laughs> uh, Kristen picked the hardest Kirsten movie to find. I thought it was very easy to find. 
Well, because uh, it was on your bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> she had to walk four yeah. steps for this, okay? It took yeah. a lot. It was super easy for you guys to get it, too. I'll just let you know. I, you have a DVD and a digital copy. What's the problem? Hey, I know. Man. I was able to get my blessed. Blu-ray very easily off Amazon, so there you Ooh, go. Very nice. But no, I it's rented not from, uh, <laughs> I rented from our, our local video rental store. Support small business, folks. But it's not streaming, though, at all, anywhere. It, it's apparently not anymore. I think it used to be. Well, yeah, it used to be. But you Maybe as of like a month ago, it, it stopped. It's kind of lame. They knew we were going to review it, and they were like, oh, shit, pull it down, they pull it we down, pull it down. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. They probably took it off streamings because they were like, oh, my God, how many times did they said the word retarded in this movie? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> that's 100% it. Yep. Yep. Let's just pull this before uh, it gets flagged. <laughs> We preemptively <laughs> remove that. <laughs> I, dude, I mean, they, uh, yeah, they, they take shots at, like, fucking everything. Like, just fucking, that poor anorexic fucking past uh, pageant winner. Who was, who was just like, I don't know. Looks like a cancer patient. What like, you're her hair's falling talking out. about, Brian. Well, your hair does fall out. If anyone's considering anorexia, your hair does fall out. Like, I don't Damn, do that. really? Yeah. Does it really? Is yeah. that a thing? I didn't <laughs> know that was a thing. <laughs> Whoa, Brian. <laughs> you got something you need Brian, to tell how us? long have you been in <laughs> This is a safe space. No, I didn't know that was a, that was a thing. Because you're not getting nutrients. You can't grow your hair. You need to eat. You need food to live. No, 400 that, that calories sense. is not enough. What did she say? <laughs> She's like, yes, I didn't take 400 <laughs> calories and run like 18 miles or some shit. Like, 18, <laughs> she said I was, I was jogging about 18 miles on around 400 calories a day. Like cool, that sounds. It's a great idea. I'm not very good at those, math. Of which are probably just like iced coffees. <laughs> I think she's great at math. She has a disorder. She knew exactly what she was doing. And a year later, she's still in the hospital. Well, she wasn't in the hospital for the first pageant. This was after. No, that's what I said. A year later. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. I'm just gonna come out and say some of this comedy in this movie did not work for me. Some yeah, I bad. felt like a lot of it was like probably hilarious in concept. When you're writing it and you're like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, can't wait to see this on screen. And then it just happens and you're like, how is this supposed to be funny? I don't understand. Yeah, like that Tammy girl, the girl that dies on the tractor. Was that, was that supposed to be comical? I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, she's smoking while on the tractor and they, they made like some kind yeah. of vibrator joke where like she, like she likes to ride it and she smokes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was it. I was just like, I don't, that's just not funny. I don't know. I don't. That joke was so subtle, I didn't even catch it. I don't know that that one was supposed to be funny. I think that's more just like, it's. Uh, I think you think it's like a shocking act. I don't know. I always thought that was just like the first murder, and it was like shocking, and you're just kind of like, wait, what just happened? This isn't, this isn't. Because I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, when I, the first time I saw it, I did not realize it was about beauty queens getting murdered. So when she died, it was just the, sh- what I found funny about it was the shock of her like dying and it like her the tractor explodes and it cuts to her funeral and you're just like wait what yeah i yep. just yeah it just it really fell flat for me i just like uh. no that's fair that's fair i think that's the weakest one i mean it's nothing compared to like dying in the belly of the swan or did you not like that one either I, yeah uh yeah. the last half of the movie really actually it, it's it's when they get done with the uh what is it the rosemont part where where it's just that regional pageant like once that is over and they start going to state and then I guess nationals, I just I don't care. I'm just done. You know, once everybody once the swan parade happens and the swan float is gone up in flames, I'm just like, eh, all right, okay, I'm ready for credits. I'm done. Yeah, I was actually legitimately excuse, like confused. Like, wait, how is there still like 15 minutes left in the movie? Like, what what else is going to happen? We've already seen the end of it. Like, she she won because she died. I don't understand. Well, the whole point of her enrolling in this beauty pageant is that it's her ticket out of there and this is how she's going to be successful because she can't leave this town she doesn't want to get trapped and she wants to have a career and so she wants to win the beauty pageant so she can go to state and she can go to nationals and she has a chance to leave this town yeah it was just boring and i didn't identify (laughs) with any of those characters at that point you know what i mean like all the characters that we spent the whole movie building up they were gone yeah, and then the only per- people I'm left with is is, is Kristen Dunst and uh, her uh... Allison Jenny. Yeah, who's amazing, by the way. Yeah, she's, she's the best really one. Fantastic in, the movie. in this. Yeah, she's so awesome. She says she gets recognized more for this character than for her West Wing character. <laughs> That's, I would because I've never seen West Wing. Yeah, only old people watch that. <laughs> They're like, oh, same, same. same. 
It's like Murder, She Wrote of the Next Generation. (laughs) (laughs) Can somebody somebody explain to me Denise Richards' uh, performance in this movie? As an almost 30-year-old playing a 17-year-old? All right, not only that, why is she the only one that doesn't even attempt the accent? Everybody else has got the uh, oh, Fargo. Everybody else does a great no, accent it's because there. she's prim and proper. She's yeah. been taught. She's been trained out of it. Her whole, her whole life is made to be perfect, and so she has to get rid of that accent. <laughs> okay, see, that's I thought they were making a joke along those lines, but then that doesn't make any sense with her mom and her dad. Yeah, because Kirstie like, Alley leans heavy into that accent. You know what I mean? So it's just like, was she just couldn't do it on set? Is that what, what was up? And they're trying to like play it Probably. off like it's a joke. I don't know. I just it just kept taking me out of the movie the entire time. I'm like, why is she the only one? <laughs> she has a lot of non Midwestern friends, so uh, she know she never talks like that. Yeah, it bothered me. <laughs> Get some bars, hey, some coffee and bars. Which I, were, were those brownies? We're going to America's biggest mall, it's the <laughs> Mall of America. I don't know if I was thinking like granola bars or something. I don't know. Whatever coffee and bars, yeah, they don't—they never show you what the bars are. Well, I guess you, you see that one lady in the in the background eating them, but you can't really see like what it is. I guess we should we should look up what uh, we need, we need to find right somebody now. from uh, Minnesota. <laughs> what are bars? Hey, you could definitely tell that Fargo had come out before this movie. Well, it just it just says coffee bar, which is not what I'm needing. <laughs> How did everyone feel about the uh, documentary perspective of this movie? Oh, nice, nice, like nice little jingle jangle of the glass there, just like Denise Richards' dad always <laughs> got the scotch. I wasn't expecting this to be a um, a documentary style, uh, which is like that's kind of loose. This one's not as much documentary as most as a lot of films that, that try to go this route. This, you know, it's still very much a movie. It's very lit and all that, but it has like documentary moments. It's kind of like they they break it. You break the movie. Yeah, I kept expecting it to like go for thirty, forty five minutes ish, and then like become a movie stayed hardcore into the documentary side until the the performances at the end and then as soon as there was like a musical number they were like we're gonna have 12 cameras and we're gonna cut super fast between all of them and have audience reactions and i'm just like wait what what's happening i don't understand or is it a documentary or is it like a 12 camera shoot of like i don't, I don't understand what's happening it's both I like when I like when the cops uh, crew shows up and then the the, the camera crew is like, "Hey, John, how's it going, bro? Like, hey, man!" Like, yeah, because everybody in the entire movie is like, "Are you guys on? Are we on cops? Is this cops again? again are we on cops again? again? Yeah. yeah, again. Yeah, that's pretty great. Except for the one scene where her mom like sees them and she's like, "Oh, it's this crew from LA," and she's like, "Get the money first. <laughs> if they ask you to remove your top, get the money first. Get the money first. Yes. I like how she turns back to the camera crew. She's like. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Nothing personal. That was actually the first moment of the documentary-ish feeling that, that pulled me out of it because she walks in unexpectedly, sounds perfect, walks out of the door and finishes her line after she closes the door. And so it, it sounds like she's got a lob on the entire time, but there's no indication that she's like interacting with the camera crew at all. So that was the first moment where it was like, all right, if we're gonna if we're gonna make this a documentary mockumentary thing, like at least mix it so that as soon as she closes the door, there's like slightly muffled sound, or it sounds like she's farther away, or something. Like that's so easy to do. Like literally drop the the drop her mix her volume in the mix just a little bit. Like that's not hard. And that was where I was like, oh, okay, this is a, a movie documentary mockumentary. Okay, yeah, all right. Wait, you're, just you're, I, you're just complaining. You're, I'm just to clarify. You're complaining that the sound is good. Yep. No, I'm complaining okay. the sound is okay. inaccurate for what they're trying to make it be. <laughs> yep. I'm saying that if they're going to lean into it being a documentary, then make it sound like it was a documentary. Like, that's not difficult. Yeah. They don't even obey, like, their rules half the time. They're just like, you know, fuck it. Whatever works. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, even the tap dance number, like, Kirsten Dunst looks really fucking cute in that, in that medium shot of her where she's dancing. Yeah. But yeah. it just drives me crazy that like her body is split in half in the frame and how yep. we see her. We see her top half and then we see her bottom half with the legs performing down. And that that's just it. And we're just cutting back and forth between those there two shots. There was a wide in there. Yeah, there was a wide in there. Yeah. There was two there were like two wides. But when they were cutting from her top half to yeah. her bottom half, it just it like it was just it was weird imagery of like I just kept thinking of like she's she's being sold in half. 
It's just, <laughs> it's just where my brain is. Is it because of that outfit? <laughs> I just assumed yes, it was also. because Kirsten Dunst can't tap dance, and so that's how they were cheating it. Well, yeah, but, but like, get well, a what, fucking what's your body solution? double. They she did. You had a wide. Yeah, the solution is to get her to tap dance. Oh, they had yeah. a wide. They had a couple of wides. <laughs> They had a couple. It was just, it was poor. It was poorly executed and done. It's just, I, no. It's just, you know, like, take the time and, and give me a camera move that's like, starts on her, her, her fucking feet. And, you know, like, I don't know. We can, we can do something here. We can do things. She can fucking do, like, two steps of a tap, right? And we can tilt or boom the camera fucking up and see her face. Like, she's a goddamn actress. Mm-hmm. She can do that. Like, yeah, I understand she may not be able to do a whole song, but she should be able to right. do a piece. This is before River Dance, you know. This is before. <laughs> this is before tap dance. River Dance got cool. hot after yeah, this. Yeah, man. So they they didn't know how to shoot it. Yet. I'm pretty sure Fred Astaire made tap dancing way cool, like in the 40s yeah, and yeah, 30s. That's just a wide. Yeah. Sh- that's just a wide shot, though. <laughs> they didn't have long lenses back then, Brian. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Accurate, uh, but I, I do like I do like how when she saw the other tap dancer who was probably better than her. Uh, you know, she's like, oh shit, I should just go home. Was she actually tap dancing or was she just dancing? She was tap dancing. She had like, it was hey, way more energetic. It was like a... Was it tap dancing? I thought it was, I didn't think it was tap dancing. It was It was another kind of dancing, but it wasn't specifically tap she was dancing. wearing tap shoes too. Kristen, you've seen it like 50 times. Was it actually I mean, tap dancing? I think it's tap dancing, but I'm also, I don't know like all the different variations of dance, so I have no idea. <sighs> Disappointed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote tap dancing. <laughs> Since we're all you just heard it from the expert, here. folks. You're, you just try to split this so it could be two on one side, two on the other. <laughs> yep. I hear no conviction in this argument at we're all. We're splitting the top half and the bottom half, okay? It's definitely <laughs> tap dancing. It's definitely tap dancing, yeah. You guys want a beer? <laughs> yeah, can you get me a bar? I have to go with it? Yeah. A beer and a bar. Well, bars go with coffee. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that's a morning thing. Where are you from? Oh, maybe it's like a coffee cake. Maybe that's what it is. You know, I did find Kona Coffee uh, Nana Ammo bars, but I don't know. That's not helpful. Yeah, sorry. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't know well, what you just it's said. Cracker crumb. It's like a graham cracker crumb base with like Kona Coffee macadamia nuts and covered with like a little cream, a little chocolate. Oh. That kind of sounds good. Yeah. yeah, that I would, that would make sense if that's what it is. I was looking this director up too. I I thought this was uh well, I was gonna say it was kind of sad, but I don't know. Uh, maybe this is where he wanted his career to go. This was uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Michael Patrick Jan. It's his only fucking movie feature film that he ever directed. Did a Wait, shit like ton ever ever one. Yep, this is it. He did one and done. Oh. He he went on and has done a shit ton of television. Like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. When okay. you get it yeah. right, you don't have to do it again. <laughs> he's he's done a lot of one episode here, five episodes there. IMDb lists fifty director did, credits. That's a did, lot of TV. Did he did he do My Name Is Earl? Because I totally was getting a My Name Is Earl vibe out of this show. Oh, I could see that. I don't think he did. He may have though. He's got he's got like so many credits. It takes forever to go through them all. I think he did Reno Nine One One. Yeah. Yeah, he did some. Yeah, yeah. Because the uh, the camera op is the the dude with the mustache on Reno nine one one. He did or that Daybreak series. He directed forty two episodes of Reno nine one one. So you are very correct there. Yeah, I'm not seeing my name is Earl. I, when did that come on though? Mm, late two thousands. No, that was like two thousand eight ish. Didn't I just say late two thousands? <laughs> <laughs> we are in the late two thousands right now. It's the latest two thousands we've got. Wait, what? We're in the teens, bro. Just, what's happening right now, Grinch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just backtracking because I was very wrong in my first statement, okay? Just just leave it alone and move on. Just give me an F and move on. He had a very nice career, man. I mean like he I guess he still is. He did like some really I mean anything that's weird and campy, fly to the Concords, fucking children's hospital, community, the Michael J. Fox show. I mean, come on. Bro. Yep. Yep. Goldbergs. Yeah, no, he's got a great TV resume, but it's just weird. He's only did he only did this uh, one feature film. Well, even the cinematographer Michael Spiller, I've heard of him him more from directing TV than I have. I'm familiar with his work as a an actual cinematographer, so that was interesting. Although I will say, this movie does like even comparing it to other mockumentary style films, like 
it feels television. Like, this does not feel, like, big and grandiose, mm. like, best mm. in show, waiting for Guffman. Like, those Christopher Guests. Yeah. Like, this is Spinal yeah. Tap. Those feel big. This does feel low budget and small. Like, they put all their money into actors and, like, I don't know, a couple costumes. Okay, but hold on, because there are a shit ton of actors in this, and the costumes are... There's a lot of, of money in the costumes in this. Um, and I, I actually heard that Kirstie Alley was super difficult when it came to costumes. Because <laughs> she uh, kept gaining weight? Well, no, because... <laughs> Too soon. She refused to go to fittings. She made them ship everything to the Church of Scientology, and she tried it on there no and way. made oh, the Oh, that's where church, I try on all of my costumes. Made the church approve or not of all of her costumes. A month ahead the of time. The church had to approve? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not a How cult How did Tom Cruise all. feel about all these things? Well, I kind of looked it up to see if Scientology has, like, strict wardrobe rules. And a bunch of articles about Tom Cruise popped up, but I could not find anything about his wardrobe requirements. Um, so I don't know if this is, like, a special Kirstie Alley thing, because she's obviously very involved in the church. Did or she you have to do the uh, jumping on the couch test before she could wear any of the mm-hmm. costumes? No, that was a Tom Cruise thing. Sorry, never mind. I don't think that's church-related. That's just like a fun extracurricular activity. Extracurricular activity. I'm that's in love accurate. with Katie. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all, Kirstie Alley? Yeah. Aren't we all? It got when, when, when you're When you're in love, man, shit, shit happens. Yeah. He felt, he felt his youth, and he's like, I'm going to jump on Oprah's couch, damn it. Woo! <laughs> she just like rolls up his newspaper and swats him. Get your feet off the couch. Get down. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Get down. <laughs> Which was always kind of like every, everyone's getting like all like all bent up out of shape over cut Tom Cruise like jumping on that couch and it's like have you motherfuckers seen that guy run? Get the fuck out of here! Of course he's gonna jump on the couch. Like he runs like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Does his hands like this? <laughs> oh damn! That's just running acting. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do something with your hands. I hear that most from actors all the time. I, just, I don't know what to do with my hands. I, gotta, I feel like I got to do something with my hands. I always got to feel like they have to do something with their hands. Yeah, I, can, I guess I can see that. That makes sense. It's just nervous energy. Yeah. Your hands aren't in the frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just leave them down. It's okay. I need a prop or something. I need, we're, we're not going to even see that. The frame is like here. Yeah. Could I be eating something? John, you're mowing the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, speaking of doing something with your hands. There you go. How did you guys feel about uh, the beer can fused to the mom's hand via fire? (laughs) Because I feel like that was supposed to be just hilarious, and every time I saw it, I kind of wanted to vomit. Am I the only one that felt that way? No, it was terrible. I thought it was funny there was still beer in the can. (laughs) I thought it was funny the way she used it to assault people. Yeah, you start knocking people out. Yeah. Well, mostly her daughter, yeah, when she hits Kirsten. Oh, yeah, she popped her in the head with it. Yeah, that was funny. Um, And I will say the makeup is really great. When they first, like, reveal it, it looks vile. Yeah, she's Um, all bubbled up. Yeah, the makeup makeup, uh, person, team, whoever did an amazing job on that. She gets a hook at the end, which is great. And okay, so before she got the hook, like uh, that wasn't then. funny either. That, what is terrible joke? <laughs> the hook isn't funny. The hook isn't funny. The hook is like when she's like, "No, you have to practice." The doctor said you have to practice, and she just bangs. That's not funny. And she's so excited. She's like, "I did it!" Yeah. Like, she's and then so she, excited she, for she just shotguns the beer to pour it into a glass. Like, yeah, I get the hook worked out. Like, oh, okay. I don't. I like. I like Ellen Barkin. I just. I fucking hated her in this movie. She was just garbage. Like, they didn't give her anything to do. All her dialogue was terrible. All her jokes were bad. A great actress just totally wasted. Now, her friend, Wait, uh, Loretta, really? was great. I thought you know, Loretta, well, Loretta is obviously the best, but I thought Ellen Barkin did a really great job. I thought with her character, she did fantastic. I mean, maybe, I mean, I was, okay, so I obviously rewatched this to do this, and I'm wondering if this is where the difference is coming in, and you can say yes or no, obviously. Um, but I can sit here and watch this movie and I know people every single character in this movie I know someone just like that I know multiple people just like that which is maybe why I find it so funny um because I I know people just like Ellen Barkin's character and I know people just like Loretta and people just like uh, Denise Richards all of these people I know them and so I think it's really hilarious that it is they're all in this movie and they're just uh, so ridiculous it's so absurd (laughs) I will say every time Denise Richards was standing in the background of of one of the interviews and she was just like posing herself 
Well, she's she just she's constantly aware of where the camera is, and so she's like perfectly posed, but she's just in the background. I was like, okay, this is actually kind of working with your character. That was probably my favorite moments with her. Is this my mark? <laughs> oh, I love when she walks in and she goes, "Oh, a camera crew, me without a stitch of makeup on," and she like fluffs up her she's hair. Like, yeah. Perfectly done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "What do you mean? I always come here." And the girl's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> This is just a fun game we play. We play this game every week. (laughs) Who are you? Who are you? She just like dumps a box of chocolate on her. (laughs) Here, anorexic girl, let me give you a shit ton of sugar. She's skinny, not deaf. Okay. (laughs) That was funny. That made me laugh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I got a whole bunch of these that are just like I just lots of things. I just it's like man, I I don't I don't get this. I don't I didn't think this was funny. Just, but like to kind yeah, but to kind of go off of like what I just said. Um, no, no, no. So my both of my grand my grandparents are from the Midwest and they resettled down here, and so they live in a small town down here in the south. And they're but they're both Midwestern, and so I mean I just I just feel like I mean I might not know what gefilte fish are, but like. <laughs> I, I get most of the references. I understand what they're talking about. I I, I know the accents. Like and, and small town South. And honestly, like let's be real, Memphis has a lot of small town qualities. Like I just feel like I was like, oh, I understand why I liked this movie so much because it's about these these girls who are trying so hard. They they can't get hockey scholarships or go to prison. And so how are they going to get out of this town? You know. <laughs> That's accurate. Only the boys leave. That's true. <laughs> no, because what happens to girls in small towns? They get knocked up and get married. That's it. That's that's all they can do. And yeah, the they get married thing, if they're lucky, especially yeah. in yeah Minnesota. No, it, well, the other thing too is uh, I, I was kind Minnesota. of I worked on a documentary a few years ago uh, that was set in a small town in Ohio. And all of those people are still there and they're exactly the same, except instead of, you know, just like trying to get like beauty queens and like trying to get out and like daydreaming about like being a sex worker like that one girl like Amy Adams um they were just like they were just on drugs they were on heroin and that's all they did and so like like the problems are still here and so I kind of really appreciate how they poke fun at the fact that like women in small towns don't have a future unless you're super happy to get married and knocked up at 18 in which case like I'm so happy for you but like for everyone else like they just don't have a future and so I love this movie pokes fun at that yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, what do you I, say at the I end of that? Waiting. No, <laughs> women should waiting. not have futures. <laughs> like, come on. No, because actually, if you look at the other movies that came out that year, it was like 10 Things I Hate About You. Great movie. She's all that. Great movie. But it's all about like. Oh, let's let's slow down with the word great now. Come on. <laughs> okay, you're right. She's all that is not great. But 10 Things I Hate About You is fantastic. That is a great movie. Um, it is a good movie. But, I can attest to that. But both of those. It is a good the, movie. Those were the other two top movies are about women changing so that the men will like them. And then the men were like, oh, but I liked you originally. But hey, great. You already changed. So cool. We can win-win for everybody. Like, that's like what the movies are, you know? And so... Listen, don't talk about Heath Ledger like that, okay? I love Heath Ledger. It's nothing against Heath Ledger. You know that. You can say that stuff, but at the same time, it kind of makes all of them look like they're vapid and shallow. And they only care about, like, their looks. Like, most of these women come off, like, looking terrible. Like, none of them have any real fucking depth to them. Kristen Dunst is the only character that's not a shallow, like, just space cadet. Like, even Amy Adams is just, like, there to, like, look good and be fucked by some dude. Brittany Murphy is just, like... I couldn't believe that was her. Right? It blew my mind. I was like, wait, that's Amy Adams? (laughs) Brittany Murphy's, like, over the corner, like, just laughing at every fucking thing she says. And it's like... She's like tripping yeah. balls or something. She's just <laughs> and then at the Brittany end of the movie, entire thing is just to say, just to tell her dad. Her, the entire point of her character is to tell her dad, your son is gay. Yeah, like what the fuck was that at the end? It's like she turns into a mean cunt, and like uh, uh, outs her brother fucking out to her fucking clueless dad. Bro, her brother's been out for years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's thirty. He's single. He's in musical yeah, theater. Her, you do the math. Her, no, no, no. Dad, he's a drag queen. Her, her dad is that was a Nathan like, Lane quote. He's oblivious to it. He's like blocking that out or something. I don't know. I got a real pretty son. 
<laughs> I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel like this was like a woman empowerment movie in any way, shape, or form. Like, yeah. No, it's not. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's not a women empowerment movie. The point, the point of it is that it's, it's, it's making fun of all of the ways that women are told to empower themselves. And I don't know if you guys got this like social conditioning the way I did, but when I was growing up, you did that by looking pretty and people had to tell you like, if you're pretty, then you can go do this. And I don't know, again, if you guys remember this, cause I don't think they're on TV anymore, but beauty pageants were on all the time all the time that's all it was there was constant constant America. yeah we saw them all the time as well yeah, yeah, yeah you, you sound really like forced into that um it's not it's not fun <laughs> but that's what like growing up you're told like this is what your options are like like legit like it's it's kind of ridiculous because what what are you supposed to do you got a little bit like go to college yeah but like ultimately especially in the small towns no you don't really have any what? value they and actually, so it's making they made fun, fun of, of these that women too. yeah it's but yes i'm making fun of that when they were like 50 dollars scholarship yeah. like 75 dollars yeah. scholarship really like yeah. what you you're calling it a scholarship for sin. Okay. okay, but see, the difference is, is like, why I like the birdcage is like, we can make fun of certain characters, but the characters are still sweet and endearing. And this movie is making fun of the situation, and it's also making fun of the women themselves. Like, we're actually laughing at how dumb some of these women are, how incompetent they are, and how they're just like, they're terrible people, some of them. In fact, most of them are just terrible people. They're just terrible. Yeah, I don't, they are terrible. And people. like you get online and it's like women love this movie and I'm like, yeah. How because, the fuck do you guys get on here and, and bitch about some of this shit on Twitter? Like this is just as bad as a James Bond movie from the fucking 60s. That's why it's not available, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, it's because they said the R word. What's your what's your favorite what's your favorite tree and the girl's like dogwood? She's like into dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was actually disappointed with that because, like, why wouldn't they do like a horse girl? Like, everyone knows a horse girl. Like, do you, I mean, assuming you guys know horse girls? Yeah, horses were probably more expensive yep. to get. <laughs> oh, no, they just need a, a girl who likes horses. Yeah, you don't have to have. Well, but then you would. Yeah, the horse. Well, I guess the horse could bite you. Actually, you could still. That joke would still play. Uh, like they, they, they patched up her stomach with with like skin from her ass or something. Like, <laughs> she like pulls her shirt up and shows her scar. Oh my gosh! <laughs> didn't laugh at that either. Oh really? I thought that was funny. I didn't think that was funny because it was out of nowhere. <laughs> before we uh, before we go on break, I, I do have to. I, I did find bars, uh, also known as lemon squares, brownies, cookies of a certain shape, square, rectangle. There you go. All qualify cookies of a certain shape as bars. I've had lemon bars. They're delicious. And many mm. brownies. Many brownies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like mini brownies? Like they're tiny? Every brownie, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Man does not discriminate. <laughs> I eat them all. I guess. And with that, I think we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for Drop Dead Gorgeous. We'll be back. Every year in the small town of Mount Rose, Minnesota, a special competition takes place. I know what some of your big city no-bra-wear and hairy-legged women livers might say. They might say that a pageant is old-fashioned and demeaning to the girls. No, I think you boys are going to find something a little bit different here in Montrose. Ouch! <laughs> but for two ambitious girls... I believe this pageant teaches you what's really important in life. I dream of getting out of Montrose. I mean, guys get out of Montrose all the time. For hockey scholarships... A prison. And two jealous mothers. My daughter is the most talented contestant that Mount Rose has ever had. It's not just about beauty. Go Musky! Woo! I've laid on 10 to 1 that it all comes down to Amber Atkins and Becky Lehman. It's about poise. If you could be any tree in the woods, what kind of tree would you be? <laughs> Green. <laughs> It's about tradition. You get your ass up there and show me some teeth. It's about winning and whatever it takes. Are we all cops, Howard? Are we all cops? Up, Hank, this here's business. We <laughs> don't cops. Oh my god! My tech costume's gone! Bring it on! From New Line Cinema. What kind of a moron paints stiff ladders right before a pageant? Kirstie Alley, Ellen Barkin. 
Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards. Look at that winner. I think she's had a boob job. Oh, come on. She's too young for a oh, boob job. They do that at birth now. What are you talking about? Our pageant is not a peep show. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Suck it in, or so help me, I shove my foot so far. And we're back. That was the trailer for Drop Dead Gorgeous. What'd you guys think of that trailer? Gorgeous trailer, Brian. There's a lot of stuff in there that was not in the actual movie. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Was it a lot, or was it just like two lines? It was. It was at least. <laughs> it was at least two things. Well, two lines in, in something that short is a lot. I mean, no, that's a lot. I, 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 I will say, I, yes, yes, yes. But, but not like it's not like the whole thing's made up. No, it was like two separate uh, like spots, and it was like four or five lines. Well, and actually, no, it um, it was all from the second um, half of the movie, and I was actually kind of curious about that because you mentioned it before, like the whole. I feel like the pacing for the whole like um, Mount Rose pageant in wherever wherever their town is is like very well paced like you have like the movie and then the second half where they go to state and then to nationals it's so rushed and i get why nationals is rushed because there isn't really a pageant but the state one is super like it, it's so fast and so it, it kind of makes sense that they that's where that was um cut from well except for the dance instructor but the the bit with the at the state like i feel like there's more to that story there it's so rushed it's just like a because you had it's what twenty minutes. The second half of the movie is twenty minutes. Which I is think it's longer than that. Crazy. No, I don't think so. Because I think I paused it at like one fifteen, and the movie is like what one thirty seven. It is one thirty seven. Uh, let me see the uh, the Rosemont stuff uh, stops at. Uh, it's like I have like one ten thirty something. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that so, sounds right. But so there's like yeah, there's so twenty seven minutes of film left, plus credits. I wonder how much was cut from that, and I wonder if they just did it to hurry it along because they feel like no one cared. I, I don't know. I don't know what was what was in that. If they were just trying to get like a shorter runtime or what? Yeah, not 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 a not a huge fan of the last half of the movie. <laughs> I did like uh, the trailer. Did remind me uh, that I, I I enjoyed the uh, the host ladies at state <laughs> that were just getting drunk the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that felt very Saturday Night Live to me for some reason though. Yeah, that did that did. Because they were both like, oh, this drink is like my entire life philosophy slash how I deal with all the pageants. Half full slash give me another one sexy waiter dude, whatever. Like, I forget what she said. Yeah, very, very, very Saturday Night Live feeling. But, you know, that's okay. That's, you know, I'll I'll take my laughs when I can get them. Sexy waiter dude reminded me of like when uh, Christy Alley was like, uh, Kirstie Alley was... uh, doing an interview and like the one of the wrestling dudes was like standing next to her and had his like dick right in her face and then she just gets totally <laughs> she just gets like totally affixed to him <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just loses her mind for a minute she's like how, how are your folks doing you know <laughs> <laughs> and frau for business got to be like oh no uh, 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 uh the interview is going on <laughs> sound the alarm <laughs> <laughs> send in the send back <laughs> Scott! <laughs> I kept waiting for it, man. It's <laughs> the only other movie I've ever seen that actress in. It's kind of sad, right? Because she's pretty good in this. No, she, yeah, she's got good. She's got good uh, comedic timing. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's funny. Now, the first like four or five times I saw her, I was like, "Where the fuck do I know her from?" And then it was, "Oh, there it is. There it is." Her top, th- her top four on IMDb are Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, Austin Powers and Goldmember, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, and Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yep, there it is. There it is. That's why we know. If you know, you know. Yep, that's what I know her for. So it's accurate. That's crazy. She does a lot of voice work. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say she has a face for radio, okay? I'm just not going to say that. That's not appropriate in this situation where we already have a movie where we're saying the retard word like 40,000 times. Retard. Retard. (laughs) Wait, did you say the retard word? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was the joke. Thank you. Oh, I I did feel bad for laughing at that. 
Especially when he starts taking his uh, his pants off during the, <laughs> d- during like the questionnaire, the interview with the judges. Excuse me, the like, retard has his pants open. <laughs> he literally doesn't have pants anymore. No, the part that got me with him was at the end when they're doing the parade and he's like stuck in the truck and he can't open the door. And then they just keep cutting back to him. And then finally they have the little subtitle at the bottom like, we... Do not ever involve ourselves with what's actually happening. I was like, okay, that's a really good joke right there. Is it? And that's about how it felt. Oh, okay. Well, they had to set that up because then there's a close-up of the float catching fire and then, like, killing a girl, which is like, you know, they, they saw that this yeah, was going to happen. Yeah, the, they see the flow catching fire. But they're just going to let it happen. Then, yeah. They're just going to let this girl get burned alive. <laughs> In the belly of the swan. No one from the film crew is going to shout, get out! <laughs> no, that's fine. It's fine. I kept waiting for waiting for like Denise Richards to be in like uh, like some I don't know Looney Tunes like makeup with her hair all blown out and like smoke coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, with no the dirty doubt. makeup on her face. But no, they just well, straight up kill her. Well, why? Okay, so all the other people who died or you know got fucked up, they were all set up. You know, it, it was uh, it was Kirstie Alley making that happen. Uh, why was the float soaked in gasoline? Because it was made in Mexico, bro. What, what the fuck? No, I what? Mean, yeah, no, I had the <laughs> same question. Like, why yeah. doesn't make any sense? The, it being made in Mexico was like that. That was honestly that's kind of it. Kind of confused me because there was a little bit of um, it was. It's like, all right, it, was it her mom? Was it not her mom? Were they trying to like, kill someone else? No, was they, it just because it was terribly made. No, it was the joke is that it's not well made. So her father you know, runs this furniture store and has all this stuff like specialty made, but it's not specialty. It's all super cheap and he just jacks up the prices. So that's part of it is that, yeah, he like skimped on this float and then yes, it was poorly made. Not just because he, so they could also make the joke at the funeral that maybe God is trying to tell us to buy American. Always buy American. Maybe God is telling us. I did laugh at that. That got me. That was cute. I don't, some things in this movie are really clever, and then some of them are just—they're just so fucking. St- it's it's a really weird mix of comedy. Like it's, some of it's kind of like I don't dare to let's not call it highbrow, but some of it's kind of smart comedy, and then some of it is like, like fucking yeah. It's it's like fart jokes and like vomiting, and it's like what are we doing? Like what the fuck is this film? And it's it's just got a it's got a weird tone about it as well, where it's. Kirsten's dunt stuff, it, it, it's kind of it's it's heartwarming and it's endearing, but and then the rest of it is not. It's it's so it's just so bizarre. It's it's unlike any of these mockumentary kind of films I've seen before, and it's, I have a hard time just grasping like what the fuck were these filmmakers trying to say and what were they going for? Bro, they were like fucking beauty queens blowing chunks everywhere. I, I've never seen anything like it before, and I live in L.A. <laughs> You're laughing? That's not funny. That is, that is literally what the filmmakers in this movie said. That's what they're said. trying to say, bro. They put the filmmakers on camera and they all said exactly that. Yeah, so, I guess. I don't think they're all supposed to. They're all like caricatures of themselves, except for Kirsten Dunst, who is the only like well rounded character because she is the main character. Everyone else is just caricatures, um, which kind of works in the sense that you have people being blown up. And so you don't really need to get attached to them. Um, just like they're they're all there to kind of just like set up these gags. It's it's I think it works because it's it's not trying to go for something like wholesome and well-rounded. It's supposed to poke fun at the whole um, teenage girl kind of media, the, the whole, all of this society and, and all of the crap that goes around being a teenage girl. Uh, it pokes fun at all of that. And then it kills off a bunch of characters too, which, uh, I don't know, I really enjoy absurdist humor. And so yes, this is a huge mix of comedy. And some of it works and some of it doesn't. I think you're right. Um, but I think most of it works. I think a lot of it's really funny. I I, I don't like when they're all vomiting shrimp. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just kept thinking about Election the entire time I was watching this. I was like, Election's a better fucking movie than this movie could ever dream of being. You know, it's just like... That nails its tone, you know, and it mm-hmm. sticks its comedy the entire time. And this is just this is kind of like just all over the place. And it feels like a bunch of filmmakers just being like, does this work? Does this work? Does this work? Yeah, I don't know. It all works. 
It all works, Brian. Get in the right headspace. No, I know, I know. You got, you got to, you got to stick to your, 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 your tone. Tone is so important, and it's just this has none of it. It's just, it's just not there. I just, yeah, I have a hard time with it. I did like the Soy in the Green monologue. There goes something positive. There you go. That was like tying it in. Yeah, Soy in the Green. Actually, I like the costume more than the actual monologue. Like the costume was on point. Like she was dressed just like Charlton Heston. She. <laughs> 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 She also had the entire audience just, like, bought into her entire monologue. For all the uh, the cutaways to the audience while they're trying to maintain the documentary feel, when they added, like, five extra cameras for all of those, like, she starts her monologue, they cut to the audience, they're all like, what the fuck? And then they come back to it, and every single person in that audience is like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever heard. And she finishes it, and it was like... Fuck yes. So that worked for me, for sure. I, I enjoyed that. Soylent Green is people. The sign language dance, that worked for me. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I could not stop laughing at that. Especially since, did you guys watch the, the, the Oscars this year? No. I think they did even last year, right? So for deaf people in the Oscars, they have somebody that will fucking sit over and sign. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, what a bunch of fucking tools. You realize we saw this like fucking 40, 50 years ago. It's called closed fucking captioning, assholes. <laughs> There's not someone over there live like, oh, I guess it is already. It's a script they're reading. Yeah, it's live. But I mean, even on live TV, you have closed captioning. Like, you know, yeah. like the news is it's, live. It's, you still get closed captioning. Sports events, is they're live. You get closed captioning. Accurate. Yeah. How does that work? Somebody, somebody typing is typing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. On well, live events, you can actually see the typos. That poor bastard. It's for the deaf people in the audience. At the event, but then they film it and then show it. Yeah, like so why is that on TV, though? Yeah. Well, they're, they're showing it to you to show that they care about being inclusive. No, no yeah, they're showing it, yeah, to show you that, no, like, they're hey, showing, we are inclusive. That's yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, they're, they're not doing anything they're showing, that's helping. They're showing it so that no. they say, hey, we've paid to be inclusive. If they cared about being inclusive, they would have all the scripts in closed captioning subtitles. So yeah, I thought that I thought that joke like super landed. The people that are there, lots of events have a person signing to show the event. Like that's fantastic. I stand behind that. But the that makes sense. Let's let's film a picture in picture and show it on <laughs> broadcast television and internet broadcast. When like Ryan is saying, you have subtitles. This is just. It's because that person's paying five hundred dollars a day, and we need to justify them more. <laughs> yeah. Quick. getting paid $500 a day. Put them on TV. Yeah. Yep, put them in the corner. They're not going to speak, so we won't have to pay them. <laughs> they don't need <laughs> union they rates because they they're don't not get getting... Segment them. Yeah. They're not getting paid. <laughs> but I'm speaking with my hands. We just watched that movie last night. That's a totally different thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Better movie, though. Quiet Place 2 was, then Drop Dead Gorgeous. Just going to... Different film. Get vaccinated. Go back to the theater. Watch Quiet Place 2. We enjoyed it thoroughly. All right. Well, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> Anyone else? Going once. Going twice. Let's do ratings. Who's going first? Mm -mm. Nope. nope. <laughs> Not happening. All right. I'll go ahead and go first. Yes. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, I'm gonna give this a 4.5. Acting was it was okay i didn't care much for ellen barkin i i liked her actually you know what outside of loretta and kirsten dunce i don't i don't know if i really cared for a lot of these people yeah the performances were just off the comedy was off uh so there were some really funny lines that I, I laughed at moments like even when they were doing the uh the, <laughs> the text uh screen where they're they're just giving you the name of the the, the pageant Whatever that uh, cosmetic company was, they had a registered mark, a copyright mark, and then a T. You know? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> just, that was funny. There are little details like that that I do appreciate that I'm like, okay, that's, that, that's good. And the last half of the movie, it just it doesn't work for me. Like even the wrap-up when they're doing the, this is what people are doing now. I didn't laugh at that. And like the retarded kid with his <laughs> fucking dad dying, I was like, that's, that's just kind of sad and heartbreaking. And you guys are playing that for laughs? And, like, he's just sitting no, there. it was his brother. It was his brother, yeah. His brother? Oh, well, whatever. No, no, wait. wait. I oh, thought, it totally no, it was played his... as his dad the entire yeah, time. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was his, that was, no, because they were going to move moms. That was the brother. It was? It was his brother. It was his really? brother, yeah. His brother. Yeah. 
I did oh, not I, did yeah. not get that. I also missed that. They Brian. said that uh, multiple yeah. times. So, yeah, yeah, it's his brother. I I was I was just so busy laughing at the word re- retired. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I couldn't hear anything just, else going on. I just feel like I could relax with that word being thrown around so easily. Fuck. <laughs> Die that back, Jerry. I, yeah, I just didn't care for this. This is like one of those. This is my problem with like comedies, and I guess like you know, it's it's the same thing when B level slasher movies that I like, and everyone's like, those are shit, and I'm like, well, you know, I, I like them. Yeah, whatever. I see, like, I can get people's love for this. It's cliches, tropes, and the genre conventions. I get it, uh, and some of the writing is pretty good, but uh, all in all, just doesn't just doesn't work for me as a whole. Moments, yes. Whole, uh, no. I, I like. There's 30 minutes of movie here, and then yeah, I'm good. Who's going next? I'll go next. Um, yeah, I, I. Man, this was just not my cup of tea. Um, I, Kristen Dunst was delightful in every single scene that she was in. She had a lot of like subtle moments where she was her character and where she was delivering some some really funny lines and you like feel where she's at and what she wants to do. And you 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 can see her motivation. You can get behind it. But man, the rest of the movie just felt like really, really great on paper and not actually delivered in a funny way. Like, oh, that that sounds like it would be a funny visual, but then the visuals weren't funny. Like the anorexic girl in a wheelchair, breathing heavy. Like, none of that was funny to me. I was like, okay, I understand how you would think this should be funny. I didn't laugh at any of it. I was just the entire time just like, this just makes me sad and depressed. The trailer park mom with the beer can fused to her hand. Like, that sounds like it should be funny. And I just didn't laugh at any of it. I'm just like... Oh, this just this just makes me sad. I I really enjoyed all of the Minnesotan accents. I loved a lot of the setups. There was enough about the movie that made it enjoyable to watch, but overall I just I was like, ah, this this feels like it needs to It feels like they wanted it to be something that it never actually came close to being. Like if it had if it was like District 9 where it was 30 minutes of documentary and then became a movie. I think I would have probably loved it, but it spent the entire, it spent the entire movie trying to be documentary. And most of it, I was just like, you're not a documentary. You're a movie, but you're trying to be documentary. And I just, we've talked so much on this podcast about, about finding a tone and sticking to the tone. And I just didn't, I didn't feel it from this movie at all. Some of the shots were interesting. Most of the shots were like, this is not a documentary shot. This is a movie shot. Can you can you decide what you want to be? I don't understand what you want me to think you are. And yeah, just most of it just didn't work for me. It's a four for me. Ouch. It feels it feels harsh, but that's that's where I land. Way harsh, Ty. Who's going Kirsten next? Dunst, Kirsten Dunst <laughs> is a solid eight. Kirsten Dunst is a solid eight. The movie was a four. Right, Brian I'm got done. that reference. All right, I'm done. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. All right, who's up? Um, I, of course I I can't let you know myself go last because that's not fair in this situation. <laughs> but uh, yet again, this is totally falling under uh, movie versus film. This movie is a movie. You know, it's it's a fun little movie. It's funny. Uh, it's it's cool seeing all these actors. This 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 is like this is star studded of its time. And, you know, it's cool to see a lot of these actors who went on to do things uh, in, in a very young role, which is kind of neat. And it's always, always fun to see Brittany Murphy. And uh, this was a Brittany Murphy movie I hadn't seen before. And she's totally playing her character from Clueless. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's little accurate. Bit. I can yeah. attest to that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a fun movie. The camera's okay. The lighting's okay. The acting's pretty good. You know, it's funny at times. It's a little... It's a little on the nose. It's it's a, it's a little racist. I mean, like you know, I'm sorry. A little, I don't know. Like it's 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 socially challenging. So I understand that somebody who's woke like uh, Griggsy here, you know, it, like gets offended by it. But I, you know, I think it's cute. Um, I wasn't uh, offended by it. I was just annoyed by it. <laughs> uh, but yet again, I, I got to pull up the the, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, bringing it in at a 46, percent which is right in line with 
with uh, Herr Brian here, uh, and I'm going to come in at a six, which is what around the 75% audience score. 75% audience score? That's bullshit. <laughs> no, that's inaccurate. Uh, here's what the, the thing. fuck? I'm going to, okay, now your turn. Um, I don't think it is at all. Because <laughs> IMDb <laughs> says 6.6, bruh. 6. That's closer 6. to a seven. You round up, baby. We that is up. not a seven. Here's the thing. I actually have been I've been thinking about this for a while um, because I remember how much I hated RoboCop and all of you were telling me how amazing it was. <laughs> and I will also say, please tell you, me how this is better than RoboCop. Do you? Uh, uh, okay. I will also say that all the dudes that listen to the RoboCop um, episode who like to give me their opinions were like, no, you missed the point because it's a satire. And I have to say, maybe I actually did because all of you have missed this point. There is a reason this is a cult classic among women. This is highly rated. This trends all the time. This is like like if you are a woman, you absolutely love this movie. I've never met a woman who hates this movie, whereas guys, it's very hit or miss. So I am not entirely surprised. Uh, Brian, I, I feel like all of your points are valid. Uh, a lot of the jokes do fall flat. Not all of them. There are a lot of very, very funny moments. I think this is a hilarious movie. I think the characters, the actors um, are fantastic. I'm actually really glad that they kept like the sound in because I don't like to not hear things. So like, I'm really glad that they didn't like mess with the sound <laughs> i don't care about lighting as we've established on multiple podcast episodes this is just a really fun satire of what it's like to be a teenage girl in a small town and i fucking love it this is a 10 this is an amazing movie i don't care brian shut up i'm gonna give it a 10 it's amazing all of you guys rated robocop a 10 like let's Come on. This is her Robocop, bro. This is my Robocop. (laughs) This is my Robocop. All right. Go Robo. Go Robo. (laughs) What has happened here? (laughs) This was like, go Amber. (laughs) (sighs) You just, when you understand a movie, the way it was meant to be. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, you don't even know. Like, do you not know anorexic people? Like, I know people that have been hospitalized. I know people that, like, have had their hair fall. That's why like, it's not funny. Yeah, no, but you can't no, make that fun is, of bro. it. That's why it is funny. Everything's That's why funny, it is Greg. Funny. Comedy, you, people like you are killing comedy. No, no, no. Everything's no, no, funny. It, hold up. No, but it, bullshit. <laughs> fucking bullshit. No, it's not about fuck it you. Being fuck you. Fuck you. That, bullshit. No, no, like, please. Don't, no, don't, don't get this twisted. That's not what this is about. This is about staging. All right? The fucking office can do Thank awkward you. comedy and make me squirm but i'm still fucking laughing you know why because it's timed well because i'm getting shots well and the fucking story is placed like i'm sorry that's actually a a really great thing because no 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 because the office makes me super uncomfortable and i don't like it i actually don't think the office is that great this makes this uncomfortable Uh, this is precursor to the office this is how we get to the office no No, wait christopher guest built his whole career on this stuff this is ripping off christopher guest get out of my face it's not okay. I, I, no, no, no. Here's the thing. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. I, I enjoy Christopher Guest movies, but I enjoy this so much more because this is like, I, I just think it's so much more relatable to me. Like, I don't care. Get over it. Get over it. I don't like it. And look, it's, this is fine. You don't have to okay, like it. But relatable doesn't mean that it was executed well. Like, The Office is executed extremely well. I fucking hate The Office. I will never watch it again because it makes me super uncomfortable. It is hilarious as shit because it's made so well. This is not executed well. Like, they have a lot of ideas that are very relatable. They have a lot of characters that are very understandable. I, I also know a lot of people like a lot of these characters. It's not executed well. It's just not. Yeah, because they're not characters. They're caricatures. Yeah, they're and the only one that's yeah. a character mm-hmm. is oh, Kristen there Dunst. Is. There yeah. And then when you like, and put I don't have a problem with any 100%. of that. You that's put up not sad a title cards later. I can't cry. I can't get feels. Look, you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to get feels. I'm not sitting here going, oh People my God. People die. You're not supposed to get emotion. All these come poor, on. sad women. What a horrible. No, I'm going to turn on TLC if I want to do that. Like, come on. Give me well, look, if, I'm not, if I'm not laughing and I'm not crying, what is, what's the point of it? What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Make me laugh or make me cry. Come on. Okay. Well, so again, like as I said before, women love this movie and think it's fucking hilarious. So clearly there's but like why? a gender issue here. 
But why? You want me to explain jokes to you? Come on. That's not going to happen. We don't have enough time. I just think that's really hypocritical that a lot of women, like, really like this movie and, like, will sit there and tear down shit like American Pie. And I'm just like, this is just as fucking offensive. Do they? Wait, hold on. Wait, do they? Do people tear down American Pie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is a super offensive movie. They call it sexist. And this is, this movie right here is, uh, yeah, Drop Dead Gorgeous is, is made by a dude. Right, it's a woman's script, and the yeah, the, the woman didn't even have a, a good time making the film. I think she's the third judge woman that doesn't even speak in the movie. She she does I, get her ass slapped though, so there's that. <laughs> I mean, I just say like I just it sounds like a bunch of hypocrisy to me. Like, well, okay, I, well, I, I can't speak to that because I don't have a problem with American Pie, so I I can't comment. Okay, it's it's like the the same people they get on Twitter and uh, like women will rip apart stuff like uh, that Adam Sandler has done, like The Water Boy. Right, because that's offensive, and then you are gonna go sit here and say that fucking drop dead gorgeous isn't. I don't know. That's hypocrisy to me. Like whatever. Yeah, that, that does sound like hypocrisy. I don't know if people. I, I like that movie too. I I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That does sound. Uh, I, we don't know the same women. Clearly, I don't know. No, it's just I. I don't know anybody that's like that. I just this is what I read on the internet. The internet folk. I don't know. Half of those are trolls, maybe. So who knows? <laughs> They're not real people. They're garden gnomes. They're clown shoes. Anybody got but, anything else? Oh, uh, yes. I was just going to argue that I, 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 if you hate movies like that, like slapsticky, like funny you're movies. You're really going to love next week. You're going to hate <laughs> Gorgeous, too. You wouldn't like that also. It's the same kind of humor. It's the exact same kind of humor. That doesn't make sense. So. No, I, I, I disagree. Like Adam Sandler, you can complain about him all you want, but that motherfucker is like almost a one note comic like you know exactly what you're gonna get it's gonna be on point and it's gonna be on brand for the entire fucking movie you can even watch something like little nicky like he commits yep. to that damn voice yep. and it grinds my gears when i watch that movie hearing him go like hey uh, uh, jared can you do a little nicky voice no oh. but i can do I, <laughs> yeah it's, it's I, I, I i haven't seen that one as much but i can do shampoo is better <laughs> Conditioner is better. Makes my hair so sick. Okay, but actually, so that's, I mean, that's, okay, on that. Same with I, Jim Carrey. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, actually, it's tone no, that's no, kept no, through. Because actually, that's kind of, um, well, since we're talking about this. No, no, no. I actually don't <laughs> like, um, if I have to complain about the Jim Carrey movies or the Adam Sandler movies, like, they carry it through to the point that it's annoying. And it's like, let's wrap it up or do something different. And so maybe that's why I don't mind this, because they are doing something different. And I'm like, please don't just carry out the joke for a whole hour and a half. Like, I get bored. Jim, carry it out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like he's funny, but, like, get over yourself. Like, let's move on. Smoking. <laughs> Puns are the highest form of comedy. <laughs> that's exactly how that saying goes. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? I'm spent as well. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us? Tell us how wrong we are or right. You can send that email right. to the movie crew <laughs> at gmail.com. That's the movie crew crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And Jared, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Check the Gate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and with Torah Stories wherever you get your podcasts. And Griggs, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G R I G G S Y Media. And Kristen, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene, and that's Kristen with a K and an I. Not Kirsten. Not Kirsten, <laughs> and it doesn't have an E in it either. What up, K-Dog? Kristen. Kristen. It's going to be all month. <laughs> it's not pronounced Kristen. <laughs> she has made quite a career, though. There's an I before and after the R. Fuckers are going to make me choke. Not while I'm drinking. No comedy while drinking. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with... Kristen, do you have a uh, a suggestion for a uh, soundtrack since this is a, a favorite of yours? I have never been. Um... Oh, wait. What's the play the Jesus? The one where she dances with Jesus. Play that song. Fuck yes. All right. So we'll be playing. Do uh, that shit. Can't take my eyes off you. Performed. <laughs> 
Can't take my eyes off of you. By Denise Richards. Enjoy. It is with overwhelming pride that I introduce to you contestant number six, who is also the president of her class, two years running, an honor roll student, and the new president of the Lutheran Sisterhood Gun Club. Ladies and gentlemen, Rebecca Ann Lehman. The rumors are true. I do have a special fellow in my life. And if nobody minds, I'd like to sing a little song just for him. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Oh, shit. You'd be like heaven. I want to hold you so much At long last love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off of you Was okay before the pageant a month ago. I'm giving it to Amber. It's Kirsten Dunst Month on the Movie Crew Podcast, where we are. It's Kirsten Dunst Month on the Movie Crew Podcast, where we're celebrating everything Dunst. And tonight we're going to be talking about the. And tonight we're going to be talking about the. Is it a beauty pageant? Fuck. And tonight we're going to be talking about the beauty. The, ha! I, I need to write shit down. And tonight we're going to be talking about the 1999 beauty pageant mockumentary, Drop Dead Gorgeous. That was great. Bro, I don't even know what you fucking said. <laughs> I thought it was perfect, honestly. When you piece it together, it'll make sense. I promise it's there. Are, are you sure? <laughs> the only thing you left out was beauty pageant epic. If it doesn't, okay. if it doesn't make sense, it's on you, baby. <laughs> it's Kirsten Dunst Month on the Movie Crew Podcast, where we're celebrating everything Dunst. And tonight we're going to talk about the beauty pageant epic mockumentary, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Take two was a lot better. <laughs> that was everything I wanted to be. Thank you. That's definitely beauty pageant. Beauty I, pageant mockumentary epic. I'm no. I like. I kind of was feeling mark? the first one. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna put that out there. I feel like the first. Yes, one Brian. Please cut up on the normally, first one. I normally. I normally it, write those great. out, and then I was just yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Making it up wow. as I go along, Brian. Almost this like you're in a me. real documentary. Oh, almost. Almost. Hit, hit, hit the brakes, Greeky. Dial it back. <laughs> Dial it back, guys. Okay. Oh, Close up, ship. Close up, ship. Close up, shop. Close up, shop. No, there it is. 